Welcome to the MS Daily Podcast. This is episode 560, How to Make It a Lifestyle Change Instead of a Diet. You hear this all the time, right? This is a lifestyle change, not a diet. In order to have lasting results, you've got to make it a lifestyle, not a diet. This is true, but how do you do it? Well, what you have to do is look at everything that you've done when it comes to health and fitness. Every time that you've tried to lose weight, every time that you've tried to get stronger, every time you've, you've started and stopped. And you have to look at what is it that I've enjoyed doing. Start there. Don't go to like what's given me the best quote-unquote results, short-term weight loss. That's why there's air quotes around that. Um, but go to the stuff that you enjoy, okay? Same with food. What kind of foods? Like when, I've, when I've tried all these different plans, what have I really liked? Like what have I enjoyed? What's been the best part of this? And start with that. If you start with the things that you know you enjoy about this stuff and build around those gradually. See, when it's a lifestyle, you don't worry about the scale because it's your lifestyle. You're just doing the things. You're doing the actions. You're building something that you, with, with the rest of your life in mind. That doesn't mean that everything you do today is going to be what you do for the rest of your life. You're going to try new things. Some things you're going to, you know, you're, you're, you're going to enjoy more as, uh, at a later date that you don't even like now. And there's going to be things that you like now that you get just tired of doing. Um, but, and it doesn't mean that you don't do things that you don't try things just because you don't like them. But right now, like right at the very beginning, it's very important that the things that you're doing are the things that you enjoy when it comes to eating and exercise. Start there. Then keep a tally on that stuff. If you're wanting to get started on YLF365, this fits right into it. Because whatever that activity is, do at least 20 minutes of that a day or try to shoot for 20 minutes a day and see what happens with it. Then you just mark it off at the end of the day, whether you got at least 20 minutes or not. And again, that's, that's your, that's your minimum. That's not where you're going to necessarily, you're not going there to try and stop. There's going to be some days that you only do 20, 21 minutes, but a lot of days you're going to be doing 30, 40, 60 minutes, and maybe even beyond. Um, and then with the food, just track it. If you know the stuff that you enjoyed eating, if, if you can recall that, start with that stuff as your base and build around it and try to be in an estimated calorie deficit each day. That's all you're doing. Now, if you don't know what you like to eat or how much to eat, then cool. This, is, this goes right in with building the lifestyle. Eat the way that you prefer to eat, whatever it is. And just track it. There is no calorie goal. And this is what I don't like about my fitness pals. You put your info in and they automatically give you a goal to shoot for. Which, no, it's backwards. <laughs> Figure out the foods that you like to eat first. Figure out how you eat. Like how often you eat. Um, times of day that you're eating. How you feel when you eat. Like are you are you rushed? Are you settled? You know, just different things besides I have to shoot for this number of calories each day and I need to be in this deficit. You don't need to be in a specific deficit. If if your estimated numbers are showing a deficit and that's what you're shooting for every day and you're hitting that almost almost all the time, the scale's going to work itself out. Again, over time. This is this is where 
if it's a lifestyle, the scale really is a byproduct. Now, once you have your foundation built here, you've, you've really started with the stuff that you enjoy doing and you're consistent with it. Then if you want to try, you know, um, eating more nutrient dense foods, which again is a lot of your fruits and vegetables and your whatever protein sources you go for, typically the leaner ones, because there's nothing but pretty much protein in those. Those are your powders. Those are your, um, if you're eating animal products, you know, those are your chicken, those are your strip steaks. That's your, uh, pork's actually pretty lean as well. Um, your fish, things, things like that. So like there's nothing wrong with doing what looks like a diet once you have your foundation set up, because the foundation, you're like, this is the stuff that I'm always going to come back to. You know, this is, to I, you know, uh, Willie Gillis mentioned North Star on a, on a live yesterday. Um, you know, this is my North Star. This is what I keep coming back to. This is your foundation, okay? So again, and, and this is what's tricky. The actions of a dieter and the actions of somebody that's actually building something for the rest of their life look identical. They are the same actions. It's the intent behind them. And see, if you're somebody that's been focusing on losing weight for however long this has been going for you, you know, you're going to see the actions. You're going to think that's what I need to do, but you're still going to have that dieter's mindset and I need to lose this weight. And it's, it's, it's getting to the point where you've, where you're at right now, where you've spent years, if not decades, trying to lose weight. You've had the machine of the diet and weight, you know, the, the diet and fitness industries working against you. Okay. Like you're always on this, you're either always on this hamster wheel or you've just stepped off of it, but you're ready to jump back on at any time and try to lose weight again. So like getting to the point you've been at or getting to this point, excuse me, and feeling the way that you felt about eating and exercise, it's okay because that's how that game has been played. Now, if you start listening to this message on, you know, not only this episode of the podcast, but then you go back and, and you listen in the archive and like you start seeing the underlining message here, which is this is about building something around your preferences that you can do consistently. Then you start seeing the stuff differently. Cause see, the other thing is, is I don't want you guys to feel guilty. You should not feel guilty. You've had a multi-billion dollar industry industries against you, but this is where it changes. This is where you say no more. This is where you start really building something around your preferences. You start building a better relationship with yourself and you start moving forward and you see what everybody else says and does. You even see the people that are like, it's a lifestyle, not a diet. But then you see like they get tripped up on things and it's like, dude, you can call whatever you want. It's still a diet for you. And see, that's, that's another thing that the industry has done because diet has become a dirty word in so many circles. We'll just call it, we'll call it a lifestyle. Uh, but we're, you know, it's still going to, the tactics are still going to be the same, which good for the industry, right? Cause like, if you think that this, you know, on and off thing is, is an actual lifestyle, then they have a customer for life. So see, there's, there's a lot to this, but you, what you need to do when it gets, you, you know, when it gets overwhelming, which it very well could be, you could be listening to this and you'd be like, man, like, this is how it's been. Like I've been starting and stopping and chasing and chasing and chasing. And when that happens, what you do is you simplify, you go back to the absolute basics, which is, do I enjoy doing this? Can I be consistent with it? 
And once you do that, and once you start seeing, because the funny thing is, is once you start being consistent with something, you start feeling capable, you start feeling confident, then that relationship and that internal, that dial, the relationship you have with yourself and that ongoing dialogue, it gets, it, it starts to improve. You start to see yourself as somebody that can be successful with this. And then you do see, you know what, like, I know, I, I know before when I was trying to lose weight, I loved it in the beginning because I would lose a lot of weight really fast, but then the scale slowed down and then, you know, it was, people say focus on non-scale victories, but that's tough when you were dropping however, you know, I was dropping however many pounds and then it stopped. And then I didn't want to look at the non-scale victories. I wanted the damn scale to go down. I get that. Believe me, it makes, to, like, it makes total sense. And that's, you know, and, and that's why when I talk about this to you guys, like, I don't say stay off the scale to like, because it's a cool thing to say. I say it because I know how this is going to play out. When you're getting into this stuff or getting back to it, you can lose a lot of weight quickly on the scale. And I totally get, I want to see the number go down and I want to have an early victory. The problem is, is that sows the seeds of this always being about weight loss. And if it's always about weight loss, you're never going to lose the weight. And the punchline is, is in the short term, well, what I should say, you're never going to be able to lose the weight and keep it off. Because what's going to happen is you're going to lose the weight. You're not going to really feel like you'll, you'll be proud of yourself for losing the weight, but inside your head, it's not going to be enough. And then because what you focused on this entire time is trying to lose weight and it not being enough. At some point, you're just going to say, screw it. And you're going to start gaining the weight back. And then you're going to get frustrated with it. And you're going to vow to do it for real this time. But you're never going to deal with the actual issue at hand. Which is, are you building something that's not about weight loss? It's about some, you know, building around your preferences and building something to whereas you go through the stages of life, you're stronger, you're fitter, you, you just... You're stronger, you're stronger and fitter. Yeah. Well, you're fitter, which means you're stronger. You have endurance to go through day to day. You have endurance to do performance stuff and you're working on your flexibility. You have more range of motion, which ultimately leads to a better quality life for decades, 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 guys. And the reason I push this as hard as I do is again, like, there are people that have been dieting their entire life at this point, their entire adult life. The mainstream weight loss industry really started to take off in the 70s. That's when the low-fat craze really started, right? So that was 50 years ago. So think about that. Say you were, think about how old you were when you started dieting. Say you started dieting at 18. We'll say, to, actually, let's say 25 because... I know that's a number where a lot of people listening, they've been trying to lose weight, like, and they've probably been trying to do it for years. But let's say you started at 25, and that was in 1970. Here you are, 50 years later, 75 years old. And in the back of your mind, you, you've had, you know, you've had a, you know, maybe you've had a happy life. Maybe you haven't. Maybe, and maybe your happiness or unhappiness doesn't, you know, it... I shouldn't say maybe, it doesn't completely have to do with your ability to lose weight. Like that hasn't wrecked your entire life. But this has always been something that has been in your head. It's always been right there. 
You've been there through all of it. You've been there through low fat. You've been, um, you were there through, you went from low cat, low cat, low fat to, uh, all the, the, the trendy like diet products. Like, you know, the, you were there for Dexatrim. You're there for Slumfest. In the eighties, you were drinking tab, like it was going out of style. You know, you, you've, you've tried Weight Watchers. You've tried, um, all these cleanses, all these, you know, cabbage soup diet. You, uh, you know, bought a ton of snack wells. Like then you went into low carb and then you did, uh, and you got the Atkins book and then you went from that to, to South beach. And then you went from, you know, um, from that to eating six meals a day to keep your metabolism stoked. And then you started fasting because you needed to reset your hormones and it, you know, and it, it like, and give your metabolism a break. Like it's just, it's enough. You've had enough. So really, however old you are right now, okay? You could be 75 years old. You know what? If you can change the relationship that you have with yourself, with eating and exercise starting now, you can change the rest of your life. Hopefully for decades. I'm hoping you make it to like 120, man. Like who knows? Who knows where we're going to be with science? Maybe for the next 50 years, you're like, man, you know what? I spent 50 years really just wrecked in my head over dieting, but then I changed. And then for anybody else listening to this, whether you've been dieting for however long, a couple years, a couple decades, you can change this. But it starts with looking at everything you've done, taking inventory and build around your preferences first. Preferences and consistency. Start there. Again, you'll get into all the challenges. You'll get into all the tactics that the dieters do. You just view the process differently because you're focusing on different things. So just a, a diet under another name, calling it a lifestyle, and then acting like you would on a diet doesn't change anything. But building this as something that you can do consistently for the rest of your life around your preferences, that's what's key. Let me know your thoughts on this. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm at yourlevelfitness. You can email me. That is daryl at yourlevelfitness.com. That is D-A-R-Y-L at yourlevelfitness.com. If you're listening on an Apple device and you've gotten value from this particular episode on making it a lifestyle, not a diet, I ask that you please rate and review the podcast, preferably five stars, but you know, if you don't think it was good, then you don't think it was good. Cool. Um, but I, I, if you've gotten value out of any of the, these episodes and you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the podcast. Um, if, and please continue to share the podcast. You guys do a really bang up job with that. I know sometimes you will uh, share in your Instagram stories. I know other, you know, other times you just like send the messages one-on-one -on -one to each other. I love that by the way. I love like the strategic, uh, you know, grassroots sharing, like one message at a time. I love that. Uh, but anyway, if you would continue to do that, that would be awesome. Thank you as always for listening. And I will talk to you again real soon.